Good morning. Good morning. Is it morning? It's still morning. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> My name is Kimberly Garner. This is the Dependa Podcast. I've explained why it's called that a few times. Have I? Do you know why? Do you get that? Because you're a civilian. Yeah. Um, no, I'll explain. Yeah. Okay. Tell everybody who you are first. <laughs> so I'm Caitlin Castle Swaffer. Um, I am first a friend at Kim's, and yes. then. Um, I am running for property assessor of Montgomery County, um, here in Montgomery County, obviously. And, <laughs> and um, I'm a, a mom, a native Clarksvillian. And, Which is unusual. That yeah, never happens. Yeah, kind of a unicorn. <laughs> um, lived here all my life, except for a brief stint in Texas. And, That's I, a, and there were good stories that came out of Texas. There were very good stories. <laughs> it was brief, but, but grand. Um, and came back here, and this is where I'll be. This is where you are. Well, I wanted to have you on because you're running for assessor, but also because I think you're a riot. <laughs> Thank you. And I love funny people. Um, it's called the Dependa Podcast because the joke, the running joke in the military community is like, get married young. So like the guys are 18, go to boot camp, whatever. And then to get out of the barracks, they marry someone, anyone, usually somebody they met like, I don't, I don't know what now, maybe online playing games. I have no idea. And then like they ma get married so they can move out of the barracks. And then the wife, the joke is that the wife just does nothing, gotcha. gets insurance <laughs> and becomes dependent on him. So we call them dependas. They also call them triceratops because our insurance is called Tricare. So triceratops, dependipotamuses. <laughs> I shortened it to dependa, but yeah. So that's the joke is like, it's not always true <laughs> but sometimes it's true so anyway i just embraced it it also just sounded good with podcast yeah the dependa podcast it does sound so, like a good see podcast. so that's why i went with it and so that's where we are but you're not a dependa <laughs> but no. it doesn't matter because i am sort of <laughs> i put the dependa in the podcast for everybody um so you say you're local what side of town did you grow up on um so i grew up so currently i live way out in the county. Um, so the running joke is that I grew up in town Oh, um, because my husband is from, from the country. Oh. Um, so <laughs> the he country, always country. tells me, he's like, you grew up in town, but, um, I originally am from, I've always been in the Sango area. Yeah. Um, grew up right off of Memorial extension. Um, and now when I was 16, my family bought a farm in the Hickory point, Fredonia area. Um, and that's where we've been. And that's, I where love your property. It's the best. Yeah. And that's how I met you is because you were kind enough to let photographers come out and use your greenhouse and the property and stuff. And like the second I, you came rolling up and it was me and the girls for the boutique Yes, and you came rolling up with a white claw, <laughs> like in your swimsuit. Cause you were at a pool party. And you're like, do whatever you need to do. It's fine. And I was like, I love her so much. <laughs> Get a white cloth. You need one. I was like, I love her so, so much. That was <laughs> That was the greatest day. I had started letting some photographers use the greenhouse and was thinking like, what have I done? You know? Well, it can be annoying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause then you're like, Ugh. and so <laughs> then, um, the girls with the boutique Becca mm -hmm. had reached out and was like, Hey, can we do a shoot at the greenhouse? And I was like, sure. You know, um, of course didn't know you at the time. Yeah. And then I felt like we kind of had a Will Ferrell moment, like yeah. stepbrothers. I walked Are up we there. best friends right now? <laughs> I think we just became best friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and can you hear a dude looking, in, looking, he's drinking water. Like he's never, 
water before. I always let him out before we start because otherwise he just comes around farting and like <laughs> trying to get attention. But now he's just drinking an entire bowl of water. It is so loud. I don't know if we'll be able to hear it on here, but anyway, that's what's happening. Um, but yeah, no, I fell in love with you, fell in love with your property because it's amazing. And um, yeah, and then we just kept in touch and yeah, the boutique girls, I think they eventually sold the boutique and now Kelly's like, she moved. I think she's in... I think she's either there in like North Carolina or Alabama somewhere. Yeah. And she's like going to medical school and oh, wow. stuff. Yeah. Becca's still here, I think. But yeah, they sold the boutique and are doing different things. But yeah. So that's how we met. Yeah. That's our love story. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew up on the opposite side of town of where I live. How much has the town like changed? Was it always like was exit one always kind of built up because it was so close to the base or no? Yes, but not like this. Not like this. Not like this at all. Um, you know, it was very much, my recollection of it all was always, you know, like smaller starter homes. Yeah. I, oh, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. I was floored when I came through this neighborhood. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. And it just keeps going and mm-hmm. going and going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I feel like I've become one of the old people who are like, when I drove out here, it was just farmland. <laughs> Back in the day. Um, that, that's the truth. Um the whole everything in Clarksville has has just boomed um even the downtown because locals tend to say like downtown was nothing nothing at all and it never really was or like I mean it It had to have at some point but um in in my history um you know it was always law offices oh that's like offices not mm -hmm. so much it there wasn't the commerce that's down there now um there would be you know you did have the cool places you had front page deli and um there was a place called moose creek that was really cool it was a bar when i was a kid yeah Um, (laughs) but um you know you could go in before like six o'clock yeah 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 yeah. um and then after the tornado hit so the tornado hit and just cleaned it out basically it it did a a lot of damage so my mom was actually the circuit court clerk oh okay Um, her office was in the historic courthouse I grew up in that courthouse. yeah you know just all the time and so um I was always really connected to downtown and then that came in and it was it was so funny my mom ended up it's a wild story but um (laughs) (laughs) one of those surprise you're pregnant oh with Um, you no with my brother oh your brother and so um I was almost 11 at the time and oh dang that's a gap yeah there was a big gap that is an oops yeah surprise (laughs) and so she was she was having um you know some different medical issues her back was having trouble um she was tired um but she was losing weight oh and she had 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 a lot of loss, yeah. um, pregnancy loss between us and, um, just had counted it out and she started having some problems and she went to the doctor thinking that it was an issue with her back and they did, we're going to do a scan and they were like, Oh, Hey, oh. before we do this, did you know you're pregnant? <gasps> and she was pretty far along. Um, it's like that show that used yeah, to be on TV. Yeah, exactly. Like you didn't know you were pregnant. It's like, bam, yeah. there's a baby. Yeah, and then Crazy. so right after that, the tornado hit. Um, she had to place all of her employees in different locations. Was it during house. like the day? Which is- um, That tornado hit like super early in the morning. See, that seems weird because it always, I swear, since we've lived here, it's always in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. Always. Mm -hmm. I can't sleep. Mm -hmm. I'm like in a closet with all the animals and the kids because it's in the middle of the night. So that's. I remember like 
being up getting ready for school. Oh. And um, everything started. And my mom's like, you got to get in the closet. We had a closet under the stairs. That yeah. Place. She's like, you got to get down there. And then, you know, then just chaos erupted. My dad was a firefighter. Um, oh. I believe he was on, he was either already on duty or going in. I, one of the two. Um, so, you know, the chaos for her started after having to move everybody, move everybody yeah. into buildings that, that weren't destroyed. Um, oh. And the Moose Creek building was oh. one, one of them. <laughs> and there were drinks in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So they moved them there. Some of them were at the sheriff's department. There were some in the Greenwood school. Did anybody um, get killed in that? You know, I don't remember that part of it. Yeah. Um, I'm not certain on that. I don't feel like I've heard anybody say, they always talk about the destruction of it, but I don't remember them being like, a hundred people died or anything. Cause usually. But then the day, the day she got her last employee placed, um, she went into preterm labor. Oh. And so I always say that's my brother's a little bit. more. <laughs> well, the, all the stress of it, yeah. you know, how far, was she far enough along that everything was okay? Yes, oh, yes. that's good. Yeah, she was. Um, I think he was maybe a month and a half early. What um, year was that? 99. 99 oh my gosh so, I was a junior in high school yeah so that's I that's always crazy. said it's like destruction but then it brought my brother so it's just a little rainbow <laughs> after the storm <laughs> how long did she do that job um she was the clerk from 1994 to 2020 um, oh wow my grandparents my grandmother had gotten really ill um and you know Mom was already thinking about retirement, but my grandmother had gotten really ill. And then COVID, um, my grandmother actually passed away right before COVID, but then my grandfather needed a lot more care. Yeah. So she went on and made the decision to retire to take care of him mm-hmm. um, and be able to be with, taking care of his needs. Available when he needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard. So um, she says now she stays just as busy yeah. doing that. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> that's a, that's a, my, my grandma. So we were, my dad was in the Marine Corps, so we moved all over. And then when my dad got out, we moved back home to Wisconsin and my grandma moved in with us and she was good at initially, but then, you know, as I think she, she'd fallen a few times and you know how that goes. And then, but yeah, my mom was her primary caretaker yeah. and then also worked. Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was a lot. And you know, she had, <laughs> My grandma had like nine kids, so there were a lot of grandkids and other kids and, you know, people to help, but it all did end up falling on my mom. And then I was actually a nursing assistant at a nursing home. And so was my cousin who was probably the closest to my grandma in the sense of like, she'd lived with her a lot of years and different things. And so my cousin worked first shift and I worked second shift. So she always, when my mom had to finally make the decision to put her in a home, mm-hmm. she always had a grandkid there almost yeah. always because well, that's a blessing. Yeah. It was either me or yeah. And she was funny cause she didn't ever want the men to take care of her. There were only like what there's like one dude on each shift, you know, there were hardly any, she'd let them bring them. They could bring food to her, but she didn't want anybody doing any cares on her, you know? And I'm like, it's a good thing you're a lady and there's less boys. Cause the men could never have said like, I don't want a female CNA. They would have had nobody to take care of them. Not that they ever would have. They were like, Hey darling, you know, like, I need help. Yeah. <laughs> so it was good. But so you, what year did you graduate? Well, don't age yourself. Go ahead. No, age yourself. Fine. Um, I graduated in 2006 from Clarksville high school. Oh my God. You're so much younger than I am. No. I feel so old lately. I'm having like major anxiety about how old I am. No. I feel ha- that. Yeah, I am. I feel halfway to dead. No. I lay I lay in bed at night and think about it. <laughs> it's stressing me out so bad. And I'm like, 
And then it seems like my timeline, and I don't know if it's like a seasonal thing. <laughs> it seems like my timeline on like social media and stuff is just full of like death and loss and sad yeah. stuff. And then you lay, you know, my husband not being around, I'm like, he's around when he's supposed to be around, but he's not supposed to be around right now. He's not like absent, but <laughs> like when he's not home, then I think about it all even more. And it's just like, I don't know, just yeah. feel like I'm getting older Yeah, and I can't, I can't do it. And now I'm changing jobs. That stresses me out. Well, sort of changing. I'm going to still do the photography, but transitioning into the real estate is a struggle you're, bus. You're going to be phenomenal. I don't know. You are. Well, you know the struggle now. So, like, let's talk about jobs you had done prior to running for. So, you graduated high school, and then yep. you went to college, I think. Because isn't did. that how you ended up in Texas? Yes. So, <laughs> so I only remember the quarter story from Texas. <laughs> so, um yeah, I went to Austin P. I graduated from Austin P. with a degree in agriculture science. Oh, okay, um, I didn't know this. Yeah, you know, in all your infinite wisdom at eighteen, 18. <laughs> yeah, um, you think that you really have it figured out, and I was like, I'm going to be a woman in agriculture, and I'm going to rule the world. Yeah. I'm going to work for John Deere, or oh. I'm going to work for, you know, whatever. And there's going to be so many doors that open because I have a degree in agriculture. <laughs> Yeah, that's not the case. No. Um, one of those doors that did open while I was there was I was a sales rep for U.S. Tobacco Company. Mm. I sold Copenhagen and Skoll. Oh, yeah. And I bet it you was were popular. Was <laughs> a very, very fun job. Um, I did event coordination for that. And um, does that really need? I always wonder, like, when you see, well, now they have such limits on like tobacco advertising mm -hmm. and stuff, but like alcohol, I'm like, does Budweiser and Miller, like, do they really have to do a commercial? I feel like everybody's drinking it anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so it's interesting to hear that yeah, they well, do have to actively. You know, it's set me up for failure um, <laughs> because my day-to-day -day job there was going to retailers mm. um, and we were a guaranteed sale company. Yeah. So if, you know, they had expired product, we do a return on it, oh, get it okay. replaced and, you know, work on our, our displays. Um, and I mean, even Walgreens sold Copenhagen. Yeah. Everybody. Everywhere. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I feel like it sells itself because people yeah. are addicted, <laughs> you yeah. know? And, um, I was there in the controversy of them putting Copenhagen in a plastic can. That was, that was, oh, a big deal. that was a big deal. It was a big deal. Was it an um, environmental thing or <laughs> they, people just don't like change or what was the beef? That, um, it would last longer in a plastic can and. Oh, like freshness. People, yeah. yeah, people didn't want to give no. up the paper cans. So oh, they're made of paper. I guess I thought they were made of metal. A lot of them are. A lot of them are are plastic. But oh. true, Copenhagen was 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 in paper. paper. Huh. Um, so people just don't like change. They don't like change. No. <laughs> um, and so from there, um, I you know was set up to continue a well, professional career with Copenhagen. And then um, they got bought out by Philip Morris. Philip oh. Morris let go all the existing staff. Um, so I was finishing my degree, finishing college, and I was approached by a upstart tobacco company. Hmm. And, you know, it had so much success with U.S. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it, it's hard. Yeah, I can see how that would set you up for failure because yeah. it's not like it's easy, but it was. Yeah. 
gave you a false sense of how easy it maybe was. It can be. That way, yeah. And so then that's how I ended up in Texas because they're like, hey, we really need a rep in Texas. And I'm like, yes, let's yeah, go. Let's go Pack to Texas. Yeah. Let's load up. Where was it in Texas? Um, so I covered all of Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana. Texas is huge. Texas is huge. Oklahoma is huge. Did you drive a lot? I drove. All over? Constantly. <laughs> I mean, I don't even really know why I had an apartment. I think a storage unit would have sufficed. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was not there. Um, so you stayed on the road. And the thing is, your companies like U.S. Tobacco and Philip Morris, they already have established established yeah. placement. And people aren't willing to give you no. room, give you space. Oh, like on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um I worked out there for a little while, and then one day the company called and said, hey, we really need somebody um, back closer to home, um, so can you cover Kentucky, Jeez. Ohio, oh. Indiana, parts of Indiana and West Virginia? Dang. I'm like, well, I guess. Sure. <laughs> and they're like, but I know it's a big ask, but you could live at home. Oh. And so, you know, me and Josh had just gotten married. Was so gone. Back it up. Did you and him know each other from high school? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, that's another. And dated through college? Yes. Um, yeah, we started, he was a senior when I was a freshman. Um, Robin the cradle. Yeah. Um, (laughs) it's crazy. I don't know that he knew what he was getting his, his personality next to yours makes me laugh so hard every time. (laughs) Cause you're chatty and like life of the party and bubble, you know, like, so, and he's just the chillest. (laughs) Yeah, mellow man and I'm just like like he was almost excited at your thing and I was like who is this I heard him say three whole words like and he it was so funny but so so you had just gotten married yes okay well we got married right after I moved to Texas oh okay we got married we'd been engaged for forever (laughs) and since sophomore year (laughs) so um so we got married and he moved down there you know Looking back. Oh, he moved to Texas he by moved you? to Texas. Oh, me. I didn't realize that. Um, as soon as we got married, we didn't even take a honeymoon. Our honeymoon was you driving, driving around selling. to Texas. <laughs> yeah. um, and so he, at the time, he was an EMT here in Montgomery County, and he gave it all up to move down there. Um, he has always shooed horses on the side on his days off. And so we actually lived in the horse capital of the probably the world um pilot point has more horses per capita than anywhere oh it's this little bitty podunk town just crap ton of horses but that's where all <laughs> the big name horses are huh i've and never so, even heard of that you know and you always like, think yeah. like lexington and yeah you, you know what i mean exactly. like that's where your brain goes to exactly um this is where all the big cutting and reining horses okay yeah. um are so we were like you know It'll be so easy for him to just be a farrier, give the emergency world up, be a farrier there. No, no. no. Are there people there? Competition. So many farriers there. ah, Mm -hmm. That's the thing that's killing me in life too, is like just being good. This is my struggle. (laughs) Just being good at something Mm -hmm. and being hard working and whatever just doesn't Mm -hmm. always cut it. Yes. And it's even worse now with social media and all of the stuff that I'm just like, I, and we were, t- I, you started talking about it a little bit when you got here and I'm like, wait, hold on, save it. <laughs> I guess we could talk about it, but I'll back up again. So you got married, you moved to Texas. He had struggled with the farrier thing. And then were you there a little while before they called you back? We, I was, um, we were there a few months. Um, and you know, one of those life epiphanies, I was like, if I keep working like this, mm-hmm. I truly don't see him. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, 
we've both moved away from family. Um, it was really, I hate to say easy, but in the excitement for me, I've got a new career, you know, on the horizon. I had so much. Um, and then he's, he's there trying to make it work. Yeah. Doesn't know anybody. And that was, it's lonely. It is. And that was a really odd town in that, um, because it was all horse ranches. So people truly They're spread out. I imagine it's not like, yeah. Um, they are pretty condensed there, but oh. there's a lot of them, but people there, you know, they wake up to start feeding horses at three o'clock in the morning and work horses all day and Go to, they bed. go to bed. <laughs> yeah. so there's like nowhere to socialize, socialize, meet people. Yeah. Not that he's the most social creature. No, he's not. <laughs> but, but I feel like he enjoys the environment. Yeah, but <laughs> like, it was like, hey, friend, move to Texas. And now here's your apartment that's your gilded cage. Yeah. Um, that's hard. You don't have anything. And now I'm gone too. Military wives can relate because mm-hmm. like we get moved all over and it's often you don't know anybody. You're far from home. Mm-hmm they go to work and they meet people and have their Mm -hmm. thing, but like you're just stuck at home. And even if you get a job, they sometimes deploy. So even if you go to work, you come home at night and you're alone again. Yeah. Yeah. And so then a few months in, um, the company offered me to come back home and I was like, yes. Yeah. Well, cause then at least he has his people. people Yeah. And so, um, we came back and that company didn't, really go anywhere, (laughs) go anywhere, pan out. Um, and so he, in the the meantime had decided that, um, he wanted to pursue his true dream of law enforcement. Okay. And so the easiest way for that to happen was for us to send him to the police Academy ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, and not wait for the city. I didn't even realize you could do that. Yeah. I guess I didn't know you could do that. It's harder now because there's so many that are trying to get so many departments trying to get people in that yeah. they don't really have open spots at these schools. Gotcha. But back then you could. You could just pay out of pocket, mm-hmm. get the certifications or whatever they call it. But now here we are, have just moved back. And um, my job is kind of in a gray area. And <laughs> he's now got to go to an academy. That doesn't pay you to be there. That we're <laughs> yeah. paying. Paying to go to and they don't pay him at all. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then you got to get a job after, yeah, which exactly. isn't guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's hard. just kind of through the grapevine. Um, a friend of ours was like, Hey, you're not really going to love this job, <laughs> but I can get you a good job here in Clarksville that pays well, um, and has good benefits, but you got to work at the jail. Oh, like, um, I was a booking deputy. Oh, so here, you know, here I am. That has some stories. Yes. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast. We'll have to do that. Um, so, oh my God, I'll never forget my first night there. Um, you know, Oh gosh, I, I grew up in and if you hadn't done like, like being a nursing assistant doesn't probably translate, but I feel like I've seen a lot of things that yeah. I wouldn't be as shocked. I actually applied for a job for, for that mm-hmm. in the County I lived in, in Wisconsin. And I made it through all the testing. Mm-hmm. And then at the interview portion, I bombed like real bad. Um, but I didn't know like what the right answers were. And so I just answered like bluntly and truthfully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I did not get it. And tr- looking back, I would not have been any good at it. I would have enjoyed the stories and the yeah. shenanigans of all of it, but I probably would have hated it. But you know, it was wild. My f- first night, you know, I, I thought, well, you know, I'm from Clarksville. <laughs> I know everything that happens here. No, 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 I had no clue. Um, 
were there just some things that come in and you were like, I didn't even know this was happening in this town kind of thing? Like Very much so. My first night was a Friday night. Um, <laughs> I feel like they shouldn't start you on a Friday on night. Second shift, they handed me keys to the jail. <gasps> we're like, just don't get run over. <gasps> and Was there training ahead of time? A little bit? Something? Their classroom training does not prepare you for that. No. No. It's like paperwork no. maybe? Not um, even? No. No? It was like, <laughs> I, so I hope, I hope have, that's improved since then. They but. have a very, and then um, we went through several weeks of, of training of, you know, like laws because, oh you know, people, people don't give jail deputies enough credit, but you know, when you're involved in taking people's rights away, yeah. it's very you serious. You got to know can. what you're yeah. doing. Um, so... You know, they got us ready for that um, in Montgomery County jail. Is that the jail downtown? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. You just hung out downtown all all the time. time. (laughs) So, um, you know, they have guns. So we had a whole week of firearms training. Um, You don't carry guns in the jail, but, um, you know, to and from work. And if you do a transport. So, you know, you leave from your training and you're like, I've got this. And then you walk in and you're like, I do not got this. I do not. I don't don't like it. were some of them funny though? Some of them were hilarious. Were you able to keep a straight face when they're funny and then like just go back no. and then laugh about, oh, you just laugh. And you know, that was, so I guess I had a little bit different outlook than a lot of people do. I realized that unlike most jobs, no one who walked through my doors wanted to see me. Right. Yeah. They never set out to see. And you don't know me. what in their life led up to them what being there. Yeah. And I truly met some great people who were just in a bad place in their life. Yeah. Um, and that job taught me more about life than anything I've ever done. Yeah, um, stories. And- I, now, I met some truly terrible, horrible people. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. You know, um, but th- there were some that, that were great, and I always just tried to treat people how I would want to be treated yeah. in a bad situation. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if it was funny, I laughed. Yeah. You know, if it was... Because sometimes they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know... Um, like, you watch even, like, those shows like Cops. And oh, I was watching a video my brother sent me the other day. And this guy had pulled somebody over because he was following somebody closely. And probably speeding to do so because that person was speeding. And he was trying to run the plate. And the guy, this other guy, flipped him off. And so that enraged him. Yeah. So he stopped following the other guy to go pull this guy over. Well, then the guy had like weed in the car, but they must have been in a state where there were dispensaries. So he kept mm-hmm. going, it's from a dispensary. And he's like, well, is it in the container from the dispensary? I mean, he lost it. He was <laughs> over it and he's yelling at the guy. And then eventually you see the guy like was, you know, escalated. And then even the guy was like, oh, I'm in trouble. I should calm down. Calm down. And like, he's not happy today. <laughs> but the whole interaction, I'm just like, man, like it'd be, yeah. Yes. Just people are, but it was funny. I mean, like to watch it, but that guy, he like let years and years of stress out on this one guy and yeah. he didn't do anything like out of line. He was just, it was like when you lose your mind on your kid, you yeah. just start rambling. Mm-hmm. That's what he was doing. And it, it went on for like, I swear it felt like 20 minutes. Was that I, the trooper with the backpack? I don't think he had a backpack. There was, there, there's a video that we've watched and it's, I forget where it's from, but it's a trooper and he's like, you know, and I have 27 days. <laughs> yes, it is him. Yes. <laughs> or he was counting down the days yeah. and he was like, and it's people like you. I'm so yeah. tired of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was going on and on. It's so funny. So they've actually made like challenge coins. Oh, that guy. <laughs> 
and t-shirts and stuff that's hysterical um, with his different sayings from that video but some days that's how you feel I mean some days you're just like man what else can happen and that's one of those careers that you learn to never ask that question you're you never say oh man we're so slow today yeah I know you you um, just (laughs) yeah you know I can't do one more thing because it's gonna it's gonna happen um but in that you know, like I said, I learned more about life than um, dealing with people, dealing with people. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, a lot of people are shocked when I say this. Um, before I went in, I don't know how I did as well as I did in sales because I was pretty painfully shy. Oh, um, I can see how you'd be kind of shy, and, but not but funny, but shy. <laughs> and so there that was like blood in the water. Oh, you know, they see it and see it. And so yeah. I had to kind of get that out of my system a little bit. Um, as the years have gone by, it's kind of crept back, but well, how old were you then? Oh Lord. Um, like young ish. Yeah. 20 early twenties. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like, I was painfully shy. I used to cl- like when you'd sing happy birthday to me, like at a party, I used to crawl under the table. I did not want any attention. Mm-hmm. don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Like mm-hmm. really shy. And then I was always okay with like my friends, but if you put me up to public speak, which it's funny now that I have a podcast and I talk endlessly, but I did not knew like was not, I'd break out in hives. If I had to give a speech, I'd wear a turtleneck, even if it was a hundred degrees out because I knew my whole chest area would just be red. So yeah, I, I relate to that. It's like, but as I've gotten older, I just don't care anymore. And so like my give a crap is just, (laughs) and so I'll say what I say and I do what I do. And there's a lot of confidence that comes with age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And experience, I think, because you're just like, let me tell you. (laughs) Exactly. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) When I was your age. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But so. Well, that, that benefited you then to have that experience. It It was, it was the best and worst job I've ever had. Yeah. Um, you know, and it comes and with stories, which are the does. best kinds of jobs. <laughs> I had lived my whole life without ever being in a physical altercation. <gasps> yes, and I've never been punched. Um, I've well, never thrown a punch. <sighs> I have been. Did they get you good um, or did you dodge it? Uh, not great. I, I always wondered, like, maybe I should get punched in the face mm-hmm. once. Like, maybe well, now, it would do me good. I when, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody <laughs> out there ever decides to go to the police academy, because I did go to, ended up going to the police academy. And one day we were in defensive tactics training. And, you know, you're already, like, completely out of your element. Yeah, done yeah. everything to, like, throw you off. So we're standing there and the guy in this gym and the instructor on the mats kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the instructor walks up and I guess he singled me out. (gasps) Have you ever been slapped in the face before? And I was like, no, in fact, I I feel like you should have been like, yes, many times, many times. That would have been the the right answer. answer. And I was like, no, sir, I have not. Just, (gasps) and he hauled off and he just cracked you one. Oh my gosh. Do you sign something saying, go ahead, you can hit me when you enter? I don't recall that. (laughs) You're like, I did not sign on that line. I don't know that I did that. And (laughs) he was like, everybody needs to know how they'll react when they're slapped in the face. How did you react? I was stunned. Yeah. Did your eyes water? Did you want to cry or were you just kind of pissed? I'd be pissed, I think. Yeah, I'd be mad. You know, and, and, it's probably equivalent to boot camp a little bit. I mean, I feel yeah. like they do stuff like that to them in boot camp. I don't think yeah. they're slapping people because they're not allowed, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I've yeah. been to boot it camp. Was, <laughs> it was, I wasn't anticipating that. But. <laughs> when he asked you, though, and then you said, no, I haven't, did you know it was coming? No. No? Never you thought he was going to have a chat about it? <laughs> I thought we were going to talk what about What did like, everybody else do? They were like, everybody after me was like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been slapped, slapped so many times. <laughs> 
it was amazing how many people in that room had been slapped. Did they tell you later, I've never been slapped, but I lied. (laughs) I did not want to get slapped. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. um, That's terrible that he singled you out. You would though. I feel like you would. You would just get singled out for that. I have that flashlight. Yeah, you do. You know. So, um, where was that at? So it was a police academy in for Nashville. It was the Tennessee law enforcement. And to get what job? Because I assume it was to yeah, move I was to going to be an SRO, SRO. Uh, school resource officer. <gasps> oh, you would have been so good at that. I don't no? know. Okay. Um, yeah, those little, especially <laughs> like I feel like elementary school is probably fine. Yeah, that's where middle I was and high go. school. Yeah, you, you probably do want to slap them, <laughs> yeah. and you can't. So, but unfortunately, I was. Um, not able to complete the police academy. I blew my ankle out while I was oh. there and ended up having to have it reconstructed. Oh. That was a whole ordeal. And you're wearing high heels now at things. Are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. I had a very good surgeon. A very good surgeon. <laughs> you should yeah. run you an ad yeah. with you in high and who, heels. Whoever donated uh, <laughs> their cadaver to, <laughs> yeah. that I got, they must have been really fit. <laughs> really took a lot of joint oh. supplements because. Golly. Um, but I ended up going back to the jail and truly, Oh, so you, so you left, went Mm -hmm. to that, didn't pass and then Mm -hmm. like went back to the jail. Okay. I gotcha. Um, but I had done a lot of, um, like FTO on the road training in the meantime. And it was one of those where law enforcement is a calling Mm -hmm. and it hit me that it wasn't, it wasn't your calling. It wasn't. Um, I like, I like a constant stimulation. I like to be busy all the time, have something that I'm working on, something that I'm thinking about doing. Um, and there were nights, especially working third shift, where you were just oh, like trying to keep awake. If I even see a car, I'm gonna like yeah. I need to pull them over for something. <laughs> something. something. They did something just somewhere to, at some just point. Just to tell them hello and have a good night. <laughs> yeah. You know? um, of course, I didn't do that. But um, where in the jail, especially in booking, it was pretty constant. Constant. Because yeah. Because everybody that's on the and road, new. Somebody's... There's a different person. A yes. different. Yeah. Um, and you might get some. You know, frequent flyers. Yeah, you know. <laughs> hey, Alan, how are you? Yeah, it's been, you been a week. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Yeah. So um, I actually was not distraught to go back. Um, but then I stayed there for, oh, goodness, until 2015. Um, and one night there was a lady that came in. Um, things went south real fast. She pulled me into a cell <gasps> and choked me. Um Thank goodness I had a wonderful team behind me that yeah, was paying, paying attention. attention. What was yeah. happening? Um, was she hopped up on something or just angry? I think it was a combination of all. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're strong when they're hopped up on something. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, I, I thought I was a goner that yeah. night. And um, oh, that's so scary. That'd be hard to go back to work. Yeah. Well, Were you a little PTSD ish. No, no? no, I went right back. Um, I went everything, you know, I was fine. I had some bruising and things, but um, I went right back. But then a month later, I found out I was pregnant. Oh, then you that. And that yeah. changed a lot yeah. because I was like, what you don't if, risk. What if that happened now? Yeah. You know, kicking the stomach. Mm-hmm. Anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, and then there was the element of, hey, by this time, Josh is. I was going to say, what was he doing he at was the a time? Police officer. Oh, he was. Um, we both worked night shift, oh. um, night shift. Is terrible unless you both work night shift. Yeah. And then you live in your own world. Yeah. Where... <laughs> it's a weird. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't do night shift. Like I worked second shift. So it was three to 11. Mm-hmm. And some girls would pick up like 11 to two for extra hour. I couldn't. Like that. It hit 11 and I was like, 
I mean, now I could go out like drinking and eating taco dip. For some reason, I could stay awake for that. But I could not when it was like, we dim the lights. Mm-hmm. All the residents are sleeping. And you still had your rounds and things to do. But I'd like it. I wouldn't put me. Your right body to never sleep. adjusts. No. The third shift. It's you, just, you're in a constant state of sleep deprivation. Second shift isn't terrible because you, if you just go to bed at a reasonable hour yeah. when you get home, you can wake up at a reasonable hour. You can still run errands. Things are open. You can do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But those third shift people, they're a whole different like mm-hmm. breed. <laughs> but you know, here we're like, oh, well, now we both work nights. Yeah. Um, what about childcare? Yeah. Like, well, how yeah. does this work? Yeah. Um, so that's when um, actually I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, and I have always just been fortunate enough to pay attention and doors open when you yeah. need to. It's um, weird how that is mm-hmm. like meeting people, opportunities mm-hmm. presenting themselves. Yeah. Yep. And so I actually had just had Hannah. Um, I was still in the Who's hospital. Who's a riot. She's hilarious. She is a firecracker. <laughs> she is. Um, She's her mama. <laughs> she didn't get it from her daddy. <laughs> She, um, but I was still in the hospital, um, waiting to get released with her and someone said, Hey, there's a job opening at the assessor's office. Um, so I wanted to stay with the County. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, that's what I was to say. You guys were very in the community yeah. service. Yep. Yeah. And so what does the assessor's office do? So, <laughs> and I just got my real estate license and I should know, so don't judge me on that. But I mean, like I have an idea, but like. Explain it like I'm stupid because I am a little bit about some things. So um, the assessor's office is responsible for determining the value, uh, tax base value of a property. Okay. Um, they also... So property like private property? All. Because I think you guys even send me a bill <laughs> for my business. Yes. Okay. In that property yep. that I own for the personal business. Property. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Personal property. Um, so, you know, appraising homes, businesses, land... Um, they handle all the tax maps for the county. They gotcha. draw all of those um, with the purpose of valuing property. And the assessor position is an elected position. It is elected. Um, Do you think that sh- is how it should be? I mean, it, could it be any other way? You know, there's certain um, positions a, where I'm like, it's an election, but I'm like, that's kind of weird. Cause like, I don't know yeah. that it's a like, cost- couldn't it be an appointed thing by someone who was elected or, you know, I, I think that the, so it is a constitutional office, so okay. it has to be that way. Um, but uh, it is the best. Taxes. They really in the constitution. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. So you don't, the election keeps any kind of outside influence, from, Got you. you know, okay. from an appointment. They want the locals to pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, there's so much that they do that people don't realize they assess all the personal property for businesses. Um, which weirds us all out that we have to pay tax on things that you already pay taxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I actually, so while I was there, I, I wore a lot of hats. Um, I started at the very front desk. Um, just receiving calls yes. and people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've gone in there because I was very consu- concerned about filling out the personal property tax thing and it confused the heck out of me. Yeah. And so the nice ladies, I wonder who it was. I wondered, I was like, help me. <laughs> and they were like, okay, honey, we got you. Yeah. And they like sat me down and just did line. But now I just call them and they talk me through it. But yeah, yeah. I went in and they like helped me. Yeah. Um, so I eventually moved into personal property and kind of revamped that. Maybe whole, it was you. Maybe we met. Maybe. It might have been. I don't think so. I I don't, you're like, no, not it. I would never <laughs> I think I've um, dragged a kid with me. <laughs> but um, so revamp the whole way that that worked. Um, 
and I always kept that responsibility somehow the whole time I was there. Um, but eventually received a promotion to mm-hmm. be a mapper. Oh. Um, so I drew tax maps. I drew all the maps for the county. That does not sound um, fun. You know, it actually was. Yeah. I truly enjoyed it. That's interesting. Because um, it's like a great big puzzle There's, sometimes. My husband and I were talking about this because he's not far from getting out of the army. And I'm like, I don't think because he's been in the army so long and then I've just had to do, well, for a while and I was just full on dependipotamus. But once the kids were older and I could do something else, I got into the photography. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't think we fully understand like the full like range of jobs you, you know what I mean? Like what is actually out there? Because you think of like when you're a kid, you're like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to be a cop. I want to be a fire. You know, it's the mm-hmm. very like, but there's so many things in so between many. and like all these different. And I'm like, I don't think we even get it. <laughs> like, and it's, it's really funny. Um, with the assessor's office, I obtained a ton of certifications. I went to yeah. a bunch of classes um, and, and went through all that. But one of them that I will always remember was like a, administration type class on how to run the assessor's office and um the gentleman that was there he said this is the accidental profession he said you will never meet someone in government assessment you know property assessment who sat out to to do it be a property assessor or be anything in the assessor's office and it's it's true um well and when you say assessors there's the assessor when you buy like a home, so that's a private appra- a fee appraisal. Okay, that's mm-hmm. different. Yep, it's um, same principles, but a little bit different because as in the county, when you're doing a mass appraisal, you're looking at every single property in the whole county. Gotcha. And obviously, there's just no way to go visit the, yeah. every single one. So it's more statistical based, where gotcha. you're applying sales numbers um, in wide sections. You're trying to find very similar areas geographically it's um, like when a realtor runs a um a comp like mm-hmm. they're looking at yep a small area mm-hmm. or a smaller area and comparing yep yeah, exactly. apples to apples yep and that's the same principle um so you're doing that for the whole entire county Golly. um as opposed to a fee appraiser who will go out find a few comps um to determine your market value for the for the sale um so they're very much the same, but very much different all at mm-hmm. the same time. Um, but like, I truly like siblings, not <laughs> the yeah, same. Not twins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I loved what I did. I truly enjoyed it. Um, I became heavily involved with the Greenbelt program for farmers. I just, so a friend just bought land and we were trying to determine whether it was a Greenbelt property or not, because when you're filling out the contract, it talks about that. And so we were like trying to sort out where is the, cause I asked and they were like, well, I was like, well, can't we ask the other real, like the selling agent? And they were like, well, you can, but she may not know. I'm like, well, then who the heck knows? Like, where do you look up? Yeah. So on your tax card. Okay. Um, it would so you be could just there. pull it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Or you can call the assessor's office. Uh, that was my it. first. I'm yep. going to just be calling people because yep. like, I don't care if I look stupid. I'll just call and ask. That, that's, <laughs> the, that's the way you learn. Um, and I know when I worked there, that's what I loved. I loved people that um, called and asked questions. And as a matter of fact, when we decided to sell our first house and build our new one, I was just dangerous enough to think <laughs> that I knew enough to sell my house by myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Um, it's, it's a funny thing. Cause I think I thought to, we did actually sell a house on our own, but it, it was a different time then. It was a condo that was only like 
$75,000, you know, like, and I think we actually did pay a fee to a realtor to put us on the MLS, Mm -hmm. but then it ended up being somebody in the neighborhood just saw the sign that I put out and bought it. And then we just paid for the paperwork kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But in the way, especially this town, I do think you need someone because I've do. seen houses for sale by owner and they sit and they mm-hmm. sit and they sit until they finally put a sign out there <laughs> and then it does sell. Well, that, that was my thing. And two, I think had I had time yeah. to, to put into it, Yeah. but we were going through a reappraisal year for the county oh. at work and that's massive. Um, my grandmother had just been diagnosed with stage four cancer. Oh. Um, you know, the prospect of building, trying to get it's that overwhelming. in line. Yeah. <laughs> um, in, in all of that, my husband's canine got really sick. Um, and, you know, they're part of the family. Oh, so yeah. Dealing with that. And finally, one day I was at work and I was like, you know what? The first agent that calls me and asks really good questions. I'm picking them. I'm hiring them. I would not have got that job. <laughs> well, and maybe I would, I would have had lots of questions. So maybe. <laughs> so she, I mean, How it wasn't funny. That's such an later. interesting. I'm gonna, I am going to start calling them and asking yeah. questions because I just don't know where that might lead. <laughs> See? I don't know that that's a common thing. But <laughs> Probably not. In my head, that was what the qualification that's so needed interesting. to be. Yeah. And she called and she had some, she had just general questions about Greenbelt, but she really wanted to know. Um, and I said, hey, before you get off the phone, do you, do you want to list. list a house? Yeah. Um, and she was there that night and the rest is history. Uh, did um, you stay with, like, do you still know her? Yeah. Is I she do. the Jeep girl? Uh, no, no, she's not. Um, Shannon Wilford. Um, she's, I feel like I have heard that name. She, I think she's, she definitely still, you know, sells, sells but um, she does a lot of property management. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, Which right now I feel like is the ticket because <laughs> with rates and things. And it's so funny because <laughs> she's actually ended up buying a house right down from us. Oh, yeah. yeah so, um, but, you know. There, so she sold so it then eventually. Yeah. yeah. She, oh, she sold it quick. Yeah. Um, we And we sold in 2019, right, as everything oh, yeah. was taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the start of the... I didn't realize rush. your house was that new of a new build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't meet you that long after that. Mm-mm. Probably a year, maybe? Yeah. Because yeah. we built the greenhouse then following you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... You know, it was, that was a wild adventure, but it was, I mean, everything went smooth and it would have not been that smooth had we not had an agent. (laughs) And, you know, it's so funny at the time at the assessor's office, you don't really realize you get this sense of like, you know, what's going on, you know, Mm -hmm. all the parts, you know, all the pieces, but you don't. Yeah. Until you get into the real world. So when I went into title, I had. So you left the assessor's office. I did. I ended up leaving the assessor's office. Um, to work at Freedom Title, mm-hmm. right in the rush, 2021. Oh, man. I mean, it was the height. Um, Baptized in fire. <laughs> you know, and I was like, everybody's like, we're so busy. And I was like, I work. I love it here. <laughs> I worked through a reappraisal. It couldn't be that bad. It was it bad. Was, it was, it wasn't bad. But you but like it, it was, though. You I, like the busy. I like yeah. That. And so seeing how all the pieces and the parts have to fit and work together and every, I mean, I give agents a lot of credit because sale has a lot of moving pieces that yeah. have to fit in. I think there's some. Oh, I'm already overwhelmed. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's some, you know, karma and good luck and fortune that all come into a good sale because there's a lot, there's a lot that can happen. There's a lot that can go, go wrong. wrong. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shameless plug for a title company, um, but a good title company behind you fixing those helps problems. That. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of problems that happen that, 
you may not ever even see, you may yeah. not even be aware of. So I do think that like someone who like you running for assessor now, I always appreciate a person who has done mm-hmm. lots of jobs in different places and seen all the different moving parts because it's like in the military and probably even your husband and like, there's always people who outrank you, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's that structure. And oftentimes the best like officers are guys who used to be enlisted yes. because they did the grunt work. Yes. They went through the bull crap. Like mm-hmm. they saw poor leadership. And mm-hmm. so they know how to be a good leader yeah. because they saw all the different things. And so I always think a person who's running for something is like a principal who had been a teacher previously is always better. I think than somebody who had no experience in the classroom, yes. you know, I completely agree. You know, I ended up leaving the assessor's office. Um, just, there was a breakdown in leadership and there were things that I didn't agree with, um, that were happening. Um, you know, we were just not I a was, good environment. It was not a good environment. Yeah. I, here I was mapping and managing personal property, but one of my other responsibilities was training new employees. Oh. And that took all my time because we were constantly, constantly getting new employees. Because um, people quit. Because people quit. Yeah. And and that's hard. Like it that's is a hard. Um it's a to find good employees mm-hmm. and then get them into training. Yes. And then get them through the training. Yes. And, and then to keep them happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it's, I'm sure. You know, expensive. It's you know, every time somebody leaves, it's just tax dollars just you leaving. Just burned it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I got into a point where I was like, I I love my job. I love what I do. I love the grief. If you could just do your job. If I could just do my job. Yeah. Um, And I didn't mind doing all the jobs, but you know, it got, it got to the point where that just wasn't a reality. And you start to feel, what's the word? Uh, Not dissatisfied, but like down about it. Like it's depressing when you keep Mm -hmm. seeing the, the rotation of people mm-hmm. out and especially if there were people you really liked and they're like, I just can't like, I gotta go, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, you know, freedom title had called and said, Hey, we wish I dealt with them all the time with title issues, you know, mm. tracking down deeds or finding gaps in the chain or, you know, why is this only mapped to be three acres when it should be 30 acres? Yeah. I mean, that's exaggeration, <laughs> but you know, issues like that. So I had always dealt with them. Never met them in person, mm-hmm. um, just always on the phone. phone. And one day was at the assessor's office was a really bad day. Um, and one of the ladies at Freedom Title had called and she said, I can tell you're having a bad day. Are you okay? <laughs> and I said, I Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. I said, I will be okay. And she's like, I don't mean to pry, but is it like work or is it like family? <laughs> but I do mean to pry. Yeah. I'm that person. <laughs> <laughs> I do mean to pry. Just if I ever ask you something, I'm prying. <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> you can tell me no, but I do want to know. <laughs> but she said, you know, I just really wish you worked here. And I said, <sighs> That's such a compliment. I, yeah. I, it was. And especially. Especially since you never met in person. I mean, yeah. like, you must have been impressive on that phone. <laughs> and those emails. So she, the rest is history. I mean, I went and talked to him. And in the meantime, you know, um, word it kind of got out that I was leaving mm. and I had several other offers um, and they were like, Hey, before you accept anything there, come talk to me. And so I was like, wow, you know, I didn't know. I that am so popular. All these <laughs> were open, was, you know, and it was so funny because. And was it some things, like I said before, where you didn't even think, Oh, mm-hmm. like that, that was an option or that yeah. it even existed there kind was, of thing. There was a surveyor. Um, oh. And he was like, Hey, you know, I really, and I, I Are surveyors the one, or is it assessors for property? Property like, lines, they determine well, boundaries. But I've heard that, like, you have to have an in 
for one of those positions. Like you can't just go to school for it. Like you have to not like mentor under yeah, somebody. Now, a fee appraiser. A fee, okay. That's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the surveyor, you know, was a great position too. Um, there was another title company. There were these other people. And from just the minute I walked into freedom, you're like, this like, is home. This is home. I love them. Yeah. It's, I did that with just, my, my, the, the broker that I ended up going with. I was like, I love it here. And then it turned out she was from Wisconsin and we just have to be friends now. <laughs> but, and there was a cat, a cat walked by when I pulled in. I was like, it's meant to be. <laughs> and it was so funny because, you know, you, when you're in a position and you've been there for a long time and especially with the County, you know, I was like, I'm making really good money. I have really good benefits. Yeah. I, can't, I can't leave this. You know, I, I have to stick it out. Um, so I'd already told Josh, I said, you know, and he seems like he'd be supportive of whatever. He, yeah. He, he very much is. Um, not, he's not a hundred percent. There is some resistance, but, um, you know, he just wants to make sure because I'm very much a leap first and yeah, out yeah. All the way down yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he's, he knows everything more calculated and yeah happen before it happens <laughs> how it's going to happen at what velocity you know worst case scenario yeah and so that's a law enforcement attitude i feel like yeah my brother's like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's part of the quiet yeah because you're thinking you're thinking you're calculating you're reading the room you uh-huh. know you know, going to a restaurant and finding a seat with him is, is a whole adventure. Is he like in a corner so he can see all the exits and people coming in? I've yeah. heard him say, we'll wait for another table. <laughs> and you're like, but I'm hungry. I don't want to wait for another. You just go to the bar and get a drink while you wait. <laughs> you stand here and stare at the door. Yeah. I'm going to go get a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I was like, I, I, this opportunity is great, but like, but I can't do I? this, should I, you know? Yeah. And, and sometimes it feels too good to be true. And then you're yeah. like, is this a trick? Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, when it all panned out, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to lose anything. I'm not going to, you know, I am going to lose the time with the county. Yeah. And that was the hardest thing for me is leaving the county. Um, well, because I well, you felt like you were high. serving people and, mm-hmm. it, but you still are like yeah. just a different capacity. Yeah. And it's so funny because a lot of the same people that I deal with or dealt with there, they'll still call and say, Hey, <laughs> good question. Yeah, I have a question. It's not really a title question, but can you tell me, you know, <laughs> Oh, about, I'm a hundred percent going to start calling you when I got problems <laughs> about Greenbelt. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, personal property season comes yeah. and they're like, Hey, can you help me with this? So, um, you know, it was a big step to leave, but a good transition. It was though. a very good transition. I, I couldn't ask for a better place to work. I couldn't. It. In any time <laughs> that I've cried about this decision to run, yeah, is has been. What if I win and I have to leave freedom? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard I will. To, yeah, I obviously. And you'll keep in touch, but my my heart is at the assessor's office and to fix those problems that yes. I saw. So yeah. you you said the last few weeks have been kind of rough. Do you want to get into that? Well, I, <laughs> you don't have to. No, I can tell. I can tell I, my trauma from the last few days. <laughs> I hate to say it's rough, but I've never ran for office. Um, so my dad actually ran for like a representative in his county, um, and his struggle was, you know, you either have to be Republican or Democrat. Yep. And you have to sell your soul to one of them, mm-hmm. and there's no in between. Mm-hmm. And it's you know it's just so much. And I'm like, I hate that our political system is set up that way. Mm-hmm. And he didn't win, and I. I it, that was hard on him, I think. And 
because he would have been amazing. Like yeah. he worked as a veteran service officer from a bazillion years. He was a Marine before that and was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, I am the best, most morally not corrupt, you know, like mm-hmm. good person for this job, but other people will win mm-hmm. because of money, mm-hmm. because of connections that are kind of sketchy half the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like all of that. So it's always so disheartening mm-hmm. that way, I would yep. think. And so I can only imagine running and especially yeah. in a community you've grown up in and you love. Yeah. And, you know, and so my mom, you know, she had run every four years and I was like, Oh yeah, because that's an elected yeah 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 elected position. So I was in your blood. You know, I know I know how to do this. Um, Things have changed a lot. Yeah, Um, social media. Yes, social media. Hold the ball game. (laughs) When she ran, those offices didn't have to primary. You didn't have to declare a party. Um, They didn't primary. Actually, do you think it's kind of dumb you even have to declare a party for this particular position, or no? Does you think it does come into play? I don't. Um, I I am a Republican. I have very. More conservative, more leaning. conservative leaning views. Not all the time, but some, most. Um, so I don't. I haven't struggled with that as much. Yeah. But in these constitutional offices, you're providing a service to everybody, to everyone. Yes. Um, and you don't want them to be like, well, maybe yeah. she won't take as good. You know, yeah. like because exactly. of this or that or the other thing. Exactly. Um, you know, there are laws that can be made. Um, you can influence them. Mm-hmm. You know. But it, that's not the bulk of what you're doing. You're not a legislator. You're not. Um, you're not making any of those calls. You can advocate for things because like, yeah, yeah, but um, not. But even at that, they need to be fair for all property owners, right? Um, and everyone. So I don't 100 percent agree um, with primarying for these. Yeah. But it it's just it is what it is. is. Yeah. Um, and I struggled with that um, at first because you know. Part of me said, hey, you know, I need to just do it as an independent. And and my dad ran as that. an independent, and that was his struggle. Mm-hmm. It, probably had he committed to one or the other. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of in the middle about a lot of things, so he probably could have fit with either. But it's always the, like, extremes mm-hmm. on both sides, and they don't want someone in, like, the middle yeah. <laughs> who's just practical and yeah. kind and, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. wants to get things done. So, you know, but, you know, again, I've always, I've, I've been a Republican. I've voted that way. Um, so that, that was the logical choice for yeah. me. Um, I've learned a lot. Yeah. Through the ways. Um, you know, one of the things that I've stood by in decisions, right, wrong, or indifferent that I've made is that I did not want to hire a campaign manager. Mm. Um, nothing against anyone who's in that role. Yeah. Um, but I just don't believe that there's anyone that can work as hard for me as I can you work can. for me. You can, yeah, yeah. Um, and that... And what would their motivation be, you know, like your motivation is, mm-hmm. want you know what it is, but what, you know, if you bring but too many they, cooks in the kitchen, then... <laughs> now I see they do bring a lot to the table. <laughs> organize a lot of things like yeah, the paperwork yeah. there there's a lot um so you know i've learned a lot on the fly um <laughs> website design oh, uh, graphics yeah. design um thank god i have a good photographer <laughs> you're too kind <laughs> i need to edit more of those for you actually now that you say that now i feel guilty <laughs> um you know party planner yeah um, yeah you know social media the social media influencer man. yes um, you know th- there's so much and and what's annoying to me about it is that like the social media aspect, I get like you have to do all of those things 
in order to get your name out to get whatever. But it frustrates me again because it has nothing to do with how good you'd be at the job. Yeah. It's stupid. <laughs> and photographers deal with it. I've, I'm kind of stressed out about dealing with it in the realtor world because I'm starting at the bottom. And I'm like, I know I work hard. I know I don't know everything, but I know who to ask. And I know who to lean on and you know like I know I can still do a good job without the experience while gaining the experience mm -hmm. but the social media part and the popularity contest of a, mm -hmm. I don't want to be prom queen yeah. I just want to help you yes. I want to get pictures of your family and give them to you and you be happy and you have memories forever and I want to help you sell or buy a house and you not get screwed in it and you not be stressed out because it's stressful like, I just want to do the job, and I hate that you have to do all of this other stuff that and really yeah. doesn't matter. Running a, a political campaign is so expensive. Yes. So expensive. Um, you know, I, I... And asking for donations. Yes. Are, like, it's a pain. I, I so did order a t-shirt. When are those coming? <laughs> I need a t-shirt. I, I love t-shirts with logos. Um, so, you know, asking for donations, especially... In today's economy, yes, asking yes. somebody to give me money is painful. They don't have extra. No. Yeah. You know, and the majority the majority of people don't know what the assessor's office I, does. That's why them. I asked you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and... You so, should do a, like, short video, like, of just telling what it is, because I swear to goodness, people do not know. Yeah. They've heard it, but they don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I... I've self-funded most of this. Um, and, you know, that's that's one of the things that I kind of had some pause about because I saw a donor list. Yeah. And, and there were, there's a lot. some, there's a lot. There's yeah. names. But I'm proud that I have self I Now I have gotten donations from friends and, and everything, but that's not what I'm relying on. Yeah. Um, and it kind of goes back to, nobody's going to work as hard for me as I'm going to work hard as, you know, for your, as yeah. hard as I got, all <laughs> I got you. Hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my thing is if everything aligns, if I get this position, it's not, I don't like, have anything hanging over my head. I don't have anybody yeah. that can call in a favor. Yes. Um, you know, and I'm proud to, to say that. Yeah. Um, or I mean, anybody who thinks you owe them now, yes. whether you were going to yes. give them a favor mm -hmm. or not, but they, they think that you did. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm the people that, because I haven't really solicited donations much. Um, the people that have given, have given in free will yeah. out of the goodness yes. of their heart. Yep. Um, there, there's no underlying motivation there. Um, so, and I'm proud to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. I'm proud to say I want this and I'll put in the work and the financial backing that I need to get there. Yeah. Because it's it's going to be, I mean, it is, it benefits me yeah. in the job that I want. Yeah. Um, but it benefits the public it benefits too because the public. again, you don't owe people a bunch of, it's not yeah. that, it's the same thing you hear in all the presidential things like, oh, they're owned by the lobbyists mm -hmm. and stuff. They a lot of times are because they do take crap tons of money yep. from people yep. and then they expect something. Yep. And so it is honorable that like you can do that without mm -hmm. it'll just, your husband might look at you sideways and be like, you know, we could have bought a Jeep. No, yeah, another Jeep, yeah. <laughs> my poor, my poor Dodge Ram charger is sitting in the garage. I love that me, thing. Like, I can't wait till you fix well, it up. We probably could have had it. 
Um, I'll take you as assessor over that. Though. <laughs> I'll wait for the other stuff. It's like, hmm, I see more signs. Coming <laughs> I could, could really use some carpet over here. Um, but, you know, my biggest thing is I, I'm a, I'm just a regular person like everybody else. Yeah. Um, how I long can, was the other person in the position? She's been there since 2010, I believe. Oh, so a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's 13. Yeah. Well, yeah, 13 years. Yeah, she's been there a while. She's never been opposed. Ever? Ever. Well, how, did, how did she get in originally? She was appointed in. Um, the previous assessor left midterm. Oh. The county commission appointed her. Um, her first year, I think somebody did run against her, but he never he never showed up. He picked yeah. a petition up and that yeah. was it. Um, healthy competition is good Yeah, yep. for anybody. Um, but... I believe that this should be a position um, of public service where yes. you're serving the public. You're not serving yourself. Um, you should be in the office. Um, and the environment should be healthy. Possible. <laughs> the environment should be healthy. Like, Cause you don't want people coming in, like leaving constantly. Like what does that, you have to take care of your employees. And that's the biggest thing I've learned from freedom title. Um, Catherine is the owner of the company. There's not one thing she hands us that she doesn't have two or three of the same thing she's doing herself. Yeah. Um, she's in it. Yep. She's there before any of us are. She's there after we leave. Um, she's dedicated to us. Yeah. Um, first and foremost. Well, I mean, um, you take care of your employees. Mm -hmm. They're going to work hard for you. Yes. And tell everybody how great you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, where, where I'm at, nobody leaves. Yeah. You know, no one. I've yeah. got a friend who's a family to come there. Yeah. And there's just there's no turnover because no one leaves. Yeah. Um and it, it could be that way. It yeah. could be that way at the assessor's office with with just And that's a little not bit. that hard. I always think like it's not that hard. It costs you nothing to just be good to people and be mm -hmm. good at the job that you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, at, at Freedom there's no rocket science. There's <laughs> nothing big or grand or or different. Um well, different, yeah. Um, <laughs> a little different. There, there's. It's not the grand gestures. Yeah. Um, now it's not. It's sparkly of, and shiny and yeah. fancy and the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the things when you work in the private sector is sometimes there are bonuses. Yeah. But what means more to me than any of those bonuses is every once in a while you'll walk in and you have a note on your desk that just says, "Thanks, thank you, yeah. thank you for you did so good on this." Whatever, yeah. You know, and those mean more to me than. And I've never gotten that before. Yeah. My mental breakdown this week, <laughs> if anybody's curious, is kind of that. When you're self-employed, there's nobody to tell you, thanks, you did such a good job at yeah. that. Or like, like, I know that I do the best I can and that I give the best service. I answer immediately when I can. I get you your pictures back as quickly as possible. Like with minis, I get them back to people faster than most people because the moms just spent a lot of time and effort, getting everybody dressed, mm -hmm. getting everybody to cooperate, bribing people, <laughs> you know, bribing their husbands because they don't want to be there. Trying to halter break a newborn that foal. Was, I love <laughs> oh my gosh. But like, so they work really hard and then it feels like chaos for 15 minutes to them. And I know it does. I know that it's fine, but they went home stressed out 
because they haven't seen the pictures yet. They don't know. And so like, I will call through them immediately and be like, you're all good. Don't hurry up and pick because I'm backed up. But here you yeah. go. Know that it's fine mm-hmm. because I don't want them stressed out. And it's like, and that isn't me trying to get a good review from them. I never get reviews. It kind of is a little disheartening because you think maybe I do suck, <laughs> but I don't think it's that. I think they thought. No, they would tell you if you did. Yep. Those would be yeah. The no, they would tell, and then they make a post <laughs> on the Wimes page and Clarksville chat and everywhere else. But like they... I think that a lot of times when you're like in this position and I wonder too, like when, if you win, like if there's not as many people above you to kind of like, you have to just know that you're doing the best for everyone without anybody telling you. And it's hard because like, sometimes you're like, ah, maybe I should quit. Maybe I'm just, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and and even being a realtor now going into it, there are so many like big names around here, some of which I'm not a big fan of. And I think how and why. And then that's disheartening because I'm like, they don't even really take good care of their people, but people are afraid to say anything. So nobody finds out and it just keeps going and going and going. And here I know I'll work hard. I know and it's not enough. It's it's genuinely not enough just to work hard, be mildly intelligent. <laughs> and You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it's hard to not have anybody telling you, ever. Thank you. (laughs) I'm running on the blind hope of that people will realize that, that, you know, um, your tax dollars are paying for a job that needs to be done. And don't you think if you're doing a good job, you may not hear much. It's when you start sucking that then it's like you said, they'll make a bad, Mm -hmm. they'll say, they'll talk Mm -hmm. about that. And it's like, well, could you talk about how great I am when I'm great? Like just a little bit (laughs) Um, so I can sleep at night. Thanks. Yeah. So that'll but, be you know, interesting. Yeah, it'll it it would be a different dynamic. Um, but you know, I know I can do the job because I did it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I did all of it. Oh uh, um, yeah. You know, that's we've all had those bosses where they got paid more than us, yeah. but we were doing their job. I mean, I've got statements where she's they're like, Who did you go to when you had questions about this? And she's like, Well, Caitlin. <laughs> Who did you go to when you had Caitlin? Caitlin. 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 You know, and I'm like, Well, you know, here I am. I'm going to um, do that. I'm, they'll be like, well, who did you ask? I'm Caitlin. <laughs> you can, you can appoint somebody though. Like, so you don't have to deal with me. You can be like, call so-and-so <laughs> she's going to deal with you she's, now. I'm passing you on <laughs> she's personal representative. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's easy. Self-doubt yes. is, a, is a hard thing to get over. Imposter syndrome kind of thing. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, you know, you, you're always wondering, could I do more? Can I do more? What could I do more? Um, what could I do better? Am I, you know, and then my my thing is, well, how did I sound when I I know what I meant when I said it, but did everybody? <laughs> oh, else? listen, every podcast, I don't listen to them because I think if I listened to them, I wouldn't ever do another one. And and even like the last one, I had to message the girl who was on because she did listen. I was like, did I say anything real dumb? Like, <laughs> did I come across mean? Because I have lots of opinions and I'm sort of blunt about stuff, and I probably say some things that are going they're mildly offensive to some people and I never want to hurt feelings but I also just can't be anybody other than who I am so and like I don't it's funny because like my politics I keep out of just about everything like I don't think people would even know really where I stand on things because I just I mean I treat everybody the same Mm -hmm. and I don't want because I'm not in a position where they need to know that yeah like I'm if if I'm not running for something, why do you want to know where I stand on that? Like what difference does it make? And I don't mind other people talking about it, but there's often times where I'm just like having a whole conversation and I don't totally disagree, but I, I like their friendship's more important to me and I don't mm-hmm. need to have the conversation, you know? Um, but it's, <laughs> 
It's funny how people are. Mm-hmm. People are funny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've learned that a lot <laughs> yeah. in this, um, you know, because when you put yourself in this position, you open yourself up to those conversations. Yes. You, um, yes. And they will ramble. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you, you hear that, but my biggest thing has been getting out and talking to regular people. Yes. Um, and not the big donor and not people the big donor because people, um, you know, they have ulterior motives. This, this is definitely coming from a very, um, old school politician. <laughs> He's no longer with us. Um, but our sheriff from years ago that actually my mom worked under, um, it, he was a wonderful man, mm-hmm. a wonderful person, but I remember him always telling my mom, he's like, well, rich people have the same number of votes. Poor people do. <laughs> That's true. And you know, it, it, it is. Um, and it, it's not, one and they the need other. you more. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, like in the end they every, need you more cause they're not every single one of us. <laughs> so the, the biggest thing that I missed when we talked about what the assessor does do is oh. what the assessor does not do. Okay. The assessor does not tell you how much your taxes are going to be. Mm. Um, they set the, and I do think I've heard people complain about that and they do think mm. you do. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now they say how much your home is worth and then the tax and rate it calculates applied. after that. Yeah. Um, you know, your legislative body, your city council, your county commission is who then assesses. But all, but even that is still based on you comparing things. It's not like you just yeah, snatched it out of the yeah, air and made not, it up because, nope, you know. Nope. And there's so many rules and regulations that go into it that it's not, there's. I mean, it'd be less complicated set. if they could just snatch it yeah, out of the air. There's a ton that goes into it, um, but they, your county commission, your city council is who actually sets the tax rate that determines what. You're gonna. So you need to pay attention to who you're voting yes. there yes. if you don't like your taxes. And that's More the so than thing. the assessor. Is just be aware. Be aware of who in your community is making these decisions for yeah. you. If we look at our voting numbers here, it's sad. Oh. It's very sad. Um, it, the percentages are so low. And um, this is a funny community too, because I wonder how much of the community that are homeowners are even registered to registered vote here to vote. because they're military or something else. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you, you know, so you have such a huge population and then a huge chunk of that population maybe doesn't even vote here or care because yeah. they don't think they'll be here forever. And then, you know, being cognizant all the time, um, I, I will just flat out tell you this election years, mm-hmm. your politicians are on their best behavior. Oh yeah, sure. You know, it's those three years in between. Like what are they doing then? You know, yeah. are they showing up to work? Are uh-huh. they doing the best job? Are they being a good steward of your tax dollars? Those are the years you need to watch. Yeah. Um, but it's like the, and it's not just here, it's nationwide. Oh have yeah. Such a fleeting memory. Um, you know, what happens on Friday is forgotten <laughs> by Monday. Yeah. Um, well, and so it's that and dealing with the voter apathy yeah. You know, that we're just tired of it. We're not going to vote. We're, we're tired. It doesn't make a difference anyway. And so, you know, that's what I'm begging is for people to talk to me, listen to what I have to say, make that decision, whether and actually go vote no. and actually go vote, go, yeah. go. It takes a couple of minutes. Um, you get a sticker, you yeah. can post it on your social media. Yeah. And if you go to early voting, I mean, it's really easy. You walk <laughs> right in and right out. Um, the ladies down there are super nice. Um, but just just do it because it does affect you. It yeah. does affect, you know, the way 
you live here day in, day out. So, you know, just be aware. Be aware of who you're voting for. Be aware of what's going on. You know, don't just assume that because somebody has incumbent behind their name that that's the yes. best choice. And half the time, it probably makes them less of the best choice. <laughs> Not always, but sometimes I'm like, and I don't know, I don't know anything about your competition because I just like you and love you, so it doesn't matter. But sometimes it's like too they've been there too long mm-hmm. and they're not showing up anymore mm-hmm. and they don't care anymore. They've come become completely indifferent mm-hmm. and they're just collecting that paycheck mm-hmm. and it's easy. And they think because incumbents after their name, and this goes for all kinds of positions. I mean, yeah. like I think there should be um, term restrictions in Congress and stuff. Cause some of those people I'm like, you're 90. What are you still like? Go enjoy your life. Yeah, you go you got a year left. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, It blows my mind. The ones who die in office cause they're 95. I can't wrap my brain around it. And it's a power thing mm-hmm. and not wanting some new blood in. And, but like, let some new blood in, train them up good and know that you, you're comfortable leaving, you know, it all in their hands and, and move on to something else. That's one of my things is, you know, if I get this office, um, I don't want to keep the people below me in constant turmoil Yeah, and not knowing what I do. Yeah. Um, or what you're going to do. What I feel most strong about is that I should know every position in that office. I should how to know do how it. to do it inside and out. Yes. Um, and I do most of those um, because I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did them all. Well, and that's but, how you like fix things too, mm-hmm. because you look to the person who does it all mm-hmm. the time and goes, all right, how can we fix this? Yes. And, you know, I, I want to be able to, if something happens to one of my employees and they need to go somewhere or do something, that that's just not a void that I could fill in for yes. them if I needed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I also want them to know what I do. Yeah. Um, because I'm not going to die in office yeah. if I get there. You know, I, yeah. I want to, just like everybody else, I'm a regular person. I want to do the best job that I can um, and go above and beyond while I'm there. And then but maybe I, move to something. I, too, want to enjoy my yeah my retirement, my later life. I don't get, it. I don't get those life. people. Um, and <laughs> I don't I, get it. My, what would be the jewel in my crown is to know that I taught someone who could take my role that you'd be comfortable leaving. Yeah. You know, could do just as good of a job, if not better. Um, I, you know, that that's what it's about because the more people who are confident and competent in that office, the better it is for the people. Yeah. Um, so this like, well, this is your job and this is all you can do and don't try to branch out of this now, I'm not going to be one who says, well, you need to do this, this, and this, and you need to know all this, but you're only getting paid over here. Yeah. You know, that's, you, you've got to work that out. But I want people to know that they have an opportunity to move around and learn other things and move up if need. Move up yeah. if they, they need or it. Or over mm-hmm. if they, yeah, without it being like a negative exit. Yep. yep. Um, that, you know, there's so many different things that can happen there. There's a spot for everybody. And if you're not happy where you are, instead of losing you out the door, let's find a spot. Let's find a place yeah. for you. Um, because institutional knowledge is huge in an office like that. And when you've only got people that have been working there six months, and then, know, they leave. <laughs> and then they leave. Um, it's a, it hurts. I have to believe that like, if there were bad situations like that and people leave, they tell their friends, yeah. like people talk. Mm-hmm. And so if I know you're feeling a little disheartened or were with the money thing and the donors and it's like, I think your chances are good considering 
that a lot of talking has probably gone on and you just can hope that like the truth is out there. Yeah, I just hope those people go actually. Like you just, vote. yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, there's that. You did such a good job at the Ruby Cora for your, um, your kickoff. Mm-hmm. Like you I know you get nervous speaking and stuff, but you did a really good job. Like it was, you were easy to listen to. You got to the point. You didn't talk too long where people are bored. There was a dessert there that was the best thing I've ever tasted in my whole <laughs> life. It was like a cheesecake thing. I don't know. I think you, I was listening, eavesdropping, and you were telling somebody your mother in law made them. Oh, maybe. the Oreo thing. It wasn't Oreo. It was like a, oh, the chess bars. <sighs> yeah, she does make the best chess bars. It was like so good. I wish I'd known because we had like five pants. Of- oh, I would have brought them home. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. I would have gained twenty pounds, but I would have ate them. Yeah. <laughs> they were so I, good. I refuse to take any of them home because. Getting up to work out at four in the morning every Sucks. morning. I need to get back at and I know out. it would would go. I see. This that. is my problem. I would have ate that and then gone and worked out. Yeah, That's, I would have probably just ate them or and then ate one after because I'd be like, I worked out. <laughs> They can't sleep each other out. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's my problem. My husband says when he gets back, we're gonna start working out together. I think I volunteered to do that. I'm probably (laughs) I don't know how well that'll go. Anytime we've ever gone to the gym together, he's like yelling at me because I just want to like walk on the treadmill and talk to people. Apparently that's not effective. It's not, no. No. Um (laughs) that's you know, Josh has gotten big into fitness and weightlifting. Oh yeah. The boys always want to do weightlifting. He was running like no. Eight, nine miles a day. I don't know. And fasting. He'd fast for like three days. And that I sounds said, terrible. I'd pass out, first of all. I just never saw, I mean, I saw some improvement, but I didn't see. <laughs> Not enough. Enough. And I was like, that's, that's if I ran that far, I would want to be a size two yeah. tomorrow. And men know? do become a size two very mm-hmm. quickly. It's not fair. And so then he was, we went to um, NutriShop and the guy was talking to him and you know, he's like, you're going about this all wrong. You know, here's, here's what you need to be doing. And he started doing it. And I was like, man, that works. That works. You look like a whole different person. <laughs> and so now that made it a lot easier. Not that getting up at three thirty no. or four to be in the gym. It's is, so dark and now it's cold. Yeah. It's just, mis- uh-uh. yeah. what gym do you go to? Is there one over there? I go to planet fitness. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Where's that one at? Uh, by Marshall's. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, I would just go shopping. I'd be like, I could go to the gym. Although at four in the morning, I guess the option isn't there. So that's good. Yeah. Then I'd go through Chipotle. (laughs) That's close too. You're good. You're good. Um, So, and then, you know, if you go later in the afternoon when all everybody's there, everybody's there, Yeah. um, which is fine too, but. I want some people in there, but I don't want too many people in there. I know it's a no judgment zone, but I'm like, are they judging me? I feel like, do they have pizza? I've never seen I pizza feel like there. I've seen like tick I don't know yeah. TikTok cuz shame won't let me but the uh the, the, there's like a bell and it makes the whole thing but yeah. I'm I'm all for it. I've never seen I've seen the, <laughs> the bell. The more shenanigans the better I'm here for it. <laughs> I've never seen the or I've seen the bell but I've never heard, heard the bell ring it. Um they do have Tootsie Rolls. Oh. Um, I don't like to. So I want Tootsie Rolls I was traumatized. I went to a Halloween party once and somebody had like a litter box which was obviously a brand new clean litter box. And then I don't know what they put it, it probably was like can, uh, rock candy or, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, the bubbly ones that when you put in your mouth and then they had Tootsie Rolls in it and then they had a scooper and you'd like scoop the Tootsie and it like grossed me out and I can't look at a Tootsie Roll. Like I just can't, Harrison likes them and he'll eat them and I'm just like, well, all I can think about is that litter box. That was probably 17 years ago. <laughs> I'm still well, traumatized still, by it. I still feel that way about red jello. I went to a baby shower one oh. time. Yeah. And there was, Red jello, jello shots or just no, jello? No, jello shots. <laughs> I guess it was that baby shower. That'd be inappropriate. <laughs> but I, one thing that 
I'm sure you know about me, um, is I do love anything that sparkles, <laughs> whether it's glitter cats. or <laughs> yes, cats. Her um, cat's name is, what is it again? Princess Sparkle Cat. Yeah. The daughter did name her, but still. Yeah. You call we went her with that. it. <laughs> PSC for short. Yeah. I love that you PSC. Um, but there was this phenomenal sparkly red oh, jello. It like called glittered. your name. And I was like, I have to have it. And you know, you see red jello and you assume watermelon or cherry. Yeah. Or strawberry, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was cinnamon <gasps> and the sparkles were red hots. Just all cinnamon? Mm-hmm. That'd give me heartburn just looking at it. Yeah. And I don't dislike But you expected mm-hmm. Oh, that's the worst when you expect dislike it to- cinnamon, but that's a lot not of cinnamon in, in a jello form. No. Yeah, not in jello and you know, not jiggly cinnamon. By surprise. <laughs> surprise, cinnamon. So now every time I'm like, uh, is this is strawberry. Yeah. This is cherry. <laughs> no, that's like when you've ordered a soda and you can't, and they give you the wrong one. Like, so you, you take a big drag out of it and you think it's like Coke and it's, it's sweet tea. Yeah, or something else. You're just like, <laughs> even if you like sweet tea, you didn't expect it. And so it just like freaks you out. Yeah. yeah. No, yep. it's, it's terrible. So, that is weird. I've never even heard of cinnamon jello. I have not either. And that's probably. Have you ever even seen it in the store since then? Maybe they made it. No, this was a homemade. You can deal. make homemade jello? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not doing that. I don't, I don't love jello. I think I was told it was made out of ground up horses once when I was a kid. And so now I'm, is that true? I don't know that it's horses. <laughs> it's definitely an something. animal product. Yes. The gelatin comes from, I think I always thought it was like hooves or something. It's like cartilage and <laughs> yeah they find something better like how does anyone figure that out is what i want to know like how do you have you ever made your own bone broth though heck no oh if you do, <laughs> if you do it right of course not if you do it right and it's you good. cook it long enough and then you it's supposed it to be really good for you i know if you're like sick off, or whatever it's very gelatinous. jelly mm-hmm. no Mm-mm-mm. well I, I, even when you get like a rotisserie chicken and then it gets cold and mm-hmm. all that stuff no yeah don't like it yep i'd rather take all the meat off the i don't want to be reminded like i'd be a vegetarian if i didn't like cheeseburgers and stuff so much (laughs) like in theory i'm a vegetarian because i just want all the animals to be my friends and like snuggle but i like cheeseburgers and stuff a lot so i can't be yeah and the tofu thing all that stuff just isn't gonna cut it and the fake stuff freaks me out even more than i think the meat i made the mistake of letting (laughs) juniper watch charlotte's web juniper loved bacon loved bacon and like she watched Charlotte's Web and I didn't address it. I just was like, maybe she didn't notice. <laughs> and then one morning at breakfast and she was only like four. She's just sobbing and she's like, I really like bacon. But it's from pigs and I like pigs. And like she was so traumatized. Watch she eventually it. did eat bacon again, but not to the, with the same enthusiasm as she did back before Charlotte's Web happened. <laughs> I took Hannah um, recently to the steer show. Okay, um, So I'm super involved with the Montgomery County Farm Bureau Women's Group. And so one of the things that we had done was provided a dinner for all the participants of the steer oh, show. Yeah. And that's a big deal here. Yeah. And those kids put a ton of work into raising these steers. Wisconsin, the FF or the FHA? What? FFA. FFA, yeah, mm-hmm. was always a huge thing. I wasn't yeah. a farm kid, so I was, but I was always jealous of yeah. them because they always and looked you know, like fun. I never, sh- I showed horses. I didn't show, you know, steer, pigs yeah. or steers or anything like that. Um, and we lived in town. <laughs> Um, barely. Yeah, barely. Um, so that wasn't, you know, something that I experienced until I was, you know, in high school and college and I still, I showed horses and that, that was my thing. I was in a horse show once. I'll have to tell you about it. So, you know, <laughs> at the, at the end, and Hannah's been to horse shows. Um, she's seen that. 
And, you know, at the end of a horse show, you win and get your ribbon and yeah. you load your horse up and you take him home and tell him what a good boy he was. <laughs> yeah. Brush him and take him to the next horse show. Yeah. Well, at the end of a steer show, oh, they sell them and they go um, to the processor. And so, you know, Hannah that's traumatizing for logically has questions like what happens next? Oh, no. And I had to explain it to her. And she was like, <laughs> how old was she? This was this year. She was oh. eight. And oh. she was like. And so our friend Julie, she's the greatest, but, you know, I said, hey, I've <laughs> failed Hannah because other than, like, driving by, she's never seen, like, a real cow, like, up close and personal. Yeah. And, you know, these steers are, like, pets. Yeah. I mean, I hate Which to say so that in this context. They're friendly. They're not truly like pets. Well, to take they're, it back. they're domesticated because they've yeah. been handled so They've much. just been handled. Um, so... And she got they have names, right? Cotton, they name them. Cotton. This oh was Cotton. Oh my gosh! And she got to go see him and pet him, and he was great. And so <laughs> Hannah's like, "What happens?" And I was like, "Well, oh. you know, here's what happens." And so she thought about it for a minute, and she's like, "That's kind of sad." And I said, <laughs> yeah, kind of sad. it is. And I said, Did "You start singing the circle of life." <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "But you know, that's where steaks come from, right?" I like steaks. <laughs> and I said, "Yeah." She said, "Well." I mean, I guess it makes sense. And, and I, was like, well, I need her to talk to Juniper. She, she gets it. And then, so then she was talking about um, a lot of the ladies in the group or their kids are very involved in the lamb show. And so she talked oh. about that. And I said, well, you know, that's something we can do. And she was like, but, well, are they going to sell it at the end? And I said, yeah, probably. And she was like, well, people have to eat. <laughs> her personality she's, said, well, like, okay. she's like an old woman in a little body so, <laughs> hannah's gonna be like waving by as it goes i'm gonna be the one like sobbing yeah like, like you've made a connection yeah there it goes <laughs> um that's fun. well i mean that'll serve that personality will serve her well in the future yeah she's either she's either gonna lead a prison gang yeah or i've always said that about juniper i'm like she's gonna be president of the united states or go to prison there's no in between last she's either gonna use her power for good or evil <laughs> i don't know which <laughs> like last year we wild card <laughs> had a conversation with the teacher um and she's like well you know <laughs> hannah's, like just say it <laughs> she said hannah's very helpful and i said yeah she is she said yeah i said well just come just on. Just say right. it, lady. Yeah. And she said, Yeah, she'll walk around helping people whether she knows it or not. She said, and then I'll have half the class just confused. Confused and left field. <laughs> but Hannah's helping them. I said, Well, see, Juniper's, a, Juniper, they call her a mama bear. Mm -hmm. And she wants everyone to follow the rules. Mm -hmm. And if they're not, she wants to correct them. And if they're not doing, you know, like she just, and I'm like, mind your own business. And her intentions are good. Well, sort of. I think they're selfish. She doesn't like the chaos. She doesn't like the teacher yelling. Mm -hmm. Even like, half the time she'll come home and she's like, the teacher yelled so much today. Everybody was so bad. I'm like, but were you bad? And she's like, no. And I'm like, then she's not talking to you. Yeah, Don't worry about you're it. You're fine. Mind your own <laughs> business. But she can't. She can't. She perseverates on it and she goes on and on. And now one of the teachers left, I think, to do an admin position. And so they keep having substitutes, which she hates because they don't know she's a good girl. And mm -hmm. so they just treat everybody the same and she does not like it. And then yesterday she came home. I was on the phone with Shane and she was like, Dad, we had a drill instructor, a former drill instructor as a substitute today. So that was great. And I'm like, that probably was great. Like, yeah. you don't even know. It probably was wonderful. Yeah, that's probably what they need. Yeah, but they probably barked a lot. So yeah. she didn't like it. But you have things to do, I'm sure, today, don't you? I do. I have to go back to work. Because on top of this... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad they gave you a break, though. Yeah, that was nice. I'm a full-time mom, a 
full-time employee and running full-time. Yeah. yeah so. It's a lot. Well, at least you'll have this little tidbit to kind of put information out for everybody. Yeah. You know, and I appreciate anybody who's made it this far and listened to us. Um, <laughs> and I do truly, I just want to say any support I can get, um, truly means the world to me. And um, I'll share your link and stuff, but do you have like website or anything you can like rattle off quickly? Cause yeah, I barely so, know my phone number when they ask. So, so. <laughs> you, can, you can find me on Facebook. Um, Caitlin Castle Swaffer for assessor. Um, my website is CCS number four assessor.com. Um, so go tell me how great I did on that. Cause it's my first website ever. <laughs> I, I feel like I looked at it. It was fine. Yeah. Making websites a huge pain in the booty. Yeah. Like it was, nightmare. it was a good experience to learn it. Um, but so that's my way to make you appreciate other people who do it. Yes. And why paying someone to do it is, yes. <laughs> is yes. worth it. Yeah. Um, but my Facebook page is where I put most of the information out. Um, and you've been getting out and going to I've things. Do you out. usually say where you're going to be and when? Um, I need to get better at that. But yeah. some, um, you know, this week has been, this week's been kind of wild. Getting into the holidays too is yeah. just chaos. I started the week with um, a meeting with the Preservation Society or Preservation Coalition, I'm sorry, um, talking about establishing that in Clarksville to save some of our historic elements. Yeah. Um, and then went to a groundbreaking for a hotel yesterday. So it's Where's like, that? Um, on Exit 4. It's a new Holiday Inn Express. Oh, okay. Um, very, very nice people that, that are building it. They're, they're precious. Um, so, you know, it's exciting to get out there and see talk to people talk to people and see what's going on and how these very different things are happening kind of all at the same time and you know they don't have to you don't have to support one and not the other because with we can't you know bring back old houses but we can save the ones we have while we're you know growing our community and I wish they they need to like saving them isn't enough you do like you do want them to put a little bit of money into it and do some things so it really yep you know I'm willing to help them any kind of way that I can. Um, and there is so much history here that I think most people don't even know. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm trying to get out and do some as much as I can, um, you know, community wise. So if you've got something you want me to come to, or you have any questions, find me on Facebook. That's, that's always the easiest way. Um, I have tons of yard signs. So if somebody wants a yard sign, no, I need to hammer mine in better. (laughs) It's like just dangling out there and I live in a cul-de-sac in the way back of the neighborhood. So I'm probably not helpful, but I tried (laughs) these neighbors. No. Yeah. Um, (laughs) these five, Um, I call it the sack (laughs) in the sack. I just need to put some really great Christmas lights out here to get people to come back. That's true. That would make them Um, like a spotlight on your sign. Um, but yeah, so if you know, you'd be interested in that, I've got some t-shirts, I've got you know, some, some things like that. So if you're interested in any of that, or if you have questions or, or want to know, I've got so many ideas and so many things I'd like to do, um, be able to do, and that I will do. It's hard to, to nail them down. Yeah. All in um, one. In one I go. think conversations with people are easier too, cause you can kind of, yeah. well, there's not a microphone and, yeah, and you can <laughs> yeah. get the exact message that they need. Yes. Um, you know, not everybody's going to agree with everything, but I'm here to have the dialogue, have the dialogue. And I do think that's a good thing about you too. Cause like, even if you do have a a certain view, like I don't feel like you're the type of person who dies on the Hill without having a conversation. Like you're open to dialogue. You may disagree in the end, but at least you can have a conversation about it, which is not true for everybody. No, you know, I find (laughs) myself playing devil's advocate a lot of times and playing both sides of the situation. Um, 
So, come, you know, come, come say hi. Yeah, come say come hi. Say, right, reach out. Yep. And I post things too, and I will definitely post a link. <laughs> Nobody pays any attention to this podcast, but at least you'll <laughs> I'll post it anyway. I try. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate any of that, and thank you all so much. Okay. We will see you later. Maybe we'll have a whole thing when we talk about jail stories. Yes. And what was the other thing? Maybe it was just jail stories. I think so. We'll Probably. Get, yeah. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> All right. Thank you.